Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, and welcome to the Vibrant MD podcast, where we talk about weight loss, women's health, and food. Today, we have a special guest, Dr. Mary Lung, who is here to talk to us about people-pleasing. And hello to those of you who are watching us on YouTube as well, because you can see us in person. So Dr. Lung is an oncologist, but also a physician life coach. So Dr. Mary, can you please tell the audience about yourself and what you do? Yes. So nice to be here. And thank you so much for having me today. So I'm Mary Lung, and I am a full-time hematologist, oncologist, and I am also a certified life coach for physicians. So how I came about doing this is because I, I was really stressed, overwhelmed, and burned out with going home late at night. And I was mainly doing patient documentations, and I couldn't finish it up at work. So I, I brought the work home. I was trying to really juggle between my life outside of work with younger kids at that time to be able to spend a little bit of time with them and, and finish my notes. And it was just a very difficult situation. I wasn't happy. I was just not feeling like that that was the life that I wanted. I wouldn't say that I really uh, bench eat to the point that I gained a lot of weight, but I, I did eat a lot of junk food at that time. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit more about this topic in a second. And I think that I found comfort in, in just eating the junk food. And sometimes when I was stressed, I would just be eating and doing, you know, my chart at the same time. So just fast forward to me being introduced to life coaching and that just transformed my life in general. With coaching, I was able to cut down my charting time to now consistently going home instead of after seven and still had work to do. I am going home around five right now and actually rarely 530. It's more like five o'clock with all my charts done and I'm not doing anything at night or any charts left over for the weekend. So now I am able to really enjoy life more and enjoy medicine again, because, you know, that's what I, what I wanted is to help patients the way that I want and not being a charting machine. So, you know, because of that, I'm taking better care of myself. I'm also eating better. Not to say that I don't eat any junk food at times, but I'm not using that as my way of seeking comfort. It's just sometimes I, oh, I just feel like eating it, but I also eat it in moderation just to, you know, satisfy my palate a little bit at times. Nice. Nice. And for those of you who are doctors who are listening, I just want to tell you too that, that Dr. Long here is going on a vacation spring break coming up and is not going to be reviewing labs and scans on vacation because 
she has figured out how to do that as well. So if this is your problem, then please listen to what she has to say today. And and, and you might need her help because <laughs> I remember those days as well. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about people pleasing. And why this comes up is it's it it's a problem for professional women with most of our audience, both at, at work and at home, or sometimes it's only at work or only in our personal relationships, but it, it can pop up for sure. And I find that my clients oftentimes will kind of eat the stress and resentment that is the result of people pleasing. And as you know, I, I really work to help people not eat their feelings and eating resentment and eating stress are, are signs that we need to look at where that resentment and stress is coming from. So Dr. Mary, can you please tell us what is people-pleasing? So people-pleasing is basically that you're doing something you think it's nice and you're you're doing something according to someone else's will. And the main, I think the main goal is to seek approval from that other person. So, you know, it may not be something that you want to do if you know, um, with your own will, but it is because your main goal is to, for, for the other person to say yes, or to like you, or to, you know, really accept you in their crowd, for example. And that's the, the main goal of you doing that certain thing or task. Great. And how does this show up at work? What kinds of things? Can you give us some examples if you, this, when this happens at work? Yeah, sure. So for example, if someone asks you if you could do this thing and, and this thing, for example, is outside of the scope of your work description and, and you're not being paid, you know, extra for, for that job or tax and, and you're expected to work after hours, then, and then you, you said yes, because you, you just wanted, you know, your, your boss or your colleagues to think that you're in the in crowd that you're, you know, kind of like just playing with everyone else, be, be in, in the team. So you said yes, even though, you know, you, you didn't really want to do. So, so that's, you know, one example of people pleasing. The other one is actually say, for example, if you're in, in a dinner function, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then, you know, you're sitting at a table with all your colleagues or maybe your superiors are there too. And, and then, you know, everyone is taking turn to order their food. And, and then, so you see that everyone is ordering these big meals, you know, three cores, you know, with a lot of meat and, you know, like different things that you normally don't eat for, you know, like say you're more of a mainly plant-based person, not a strict, you know, vegetarian or vegan or anything like that, but, and you normally probably just eat, you know, a third of the food that what normal, you know, what other people are ordering, but because you, you feel like, oh, you, you know, you want to be accepted. You may be actually ordering the same amount of food as everyone else. Yeah. That does, that does get hard. The the pressure. I, I find it interesting too, that people pleasing tends to hurt us, but, but mostly it's people who are thinking I'm trying to be nice you know, to these Mm -hmm. other people, or I'm trying to be a good team player at work and they get taken advantage of. 
Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes because of that, when, when your colleagues or coworkers ask you, you know, what your opinion is, sometimes you may not say it. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, you know, it's up to you guys. I can do either way. But sometimes that kind of hurts you in a sense that because, you know, without a decision, you know, you may not be going anywhere or your team may not be going anywhere because no one can make a decision. Right. And sometimes you think you're being nice, like, well, I'm easygoing, whatever you guys think. But the rest of the people in the room are actually thinking that you are hard to work with because you don't state what you think, you know, what your needs are, your opinion. And it doesn't mean you have to be mean about it, but but oftentimes at work when someone has asked you, I think they actually want to know what you think or what your opinion is. Does that make sense? I agree. I agree. And I think that, you know, it's it's okay to to say what you want. And it's of course it depends on how you say it. You know, I, I think if you say it in a nice and firm way, it's not going to be usually not going to be received in in a bad way, especially if they're expecting, you know, an answer. Right. And sometimes you can even, I think, present things in a way that is, you know, still works for a group decision. Like they can ask you your opinion and you can say, well, I propose we do it this way, which is very collaborative, right? Because then when someone proposes something, then it's easy for someone else to propose something as well. It's not like we have to do it this way. You know, my way is the only way. You know, you can bring up some ideas and it might bring up some other ideas from somebody else as well in the group. Right. And I think, you know, when you bring up the idea, say if it's in the office setting, you can say, hey, I'm, I, you know, came up with this idea that may improve the workflow, for example, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's not something that has suggested before. So, I think, you know, no matter what the opinion is, there is going to be some naysayers, you know, there are going to be some people who agree and some people who disagree. And I think that's okay, but at least to get a sense of, you know, what it is and people get a sense of who you are and where, where you stand. And, you know, as you said, Dr. Heather, that, you know, by doing that, then people know who you truly are. And I think in general, we like to work with people who are true to themselves. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. So um, how do we state our needs at work if we're being asked to do something that seems like free work or outside the schedule, you know, way outside the schedule or, you know, how do we, how do we do that? I think one, you know, keep in mind is, you know, just to remember what your goals are, what you want, you know, sometimes it's, you know, if, if that's what you're asked, it's not going to be, you know, leading anywhere toward your goal, then, you know, you may want to say a firm no in a nice way that um, I appreciate that. However, you know, this is really outside the scope of my work and, and I do have other commitments, you know, after hours. Something like that, you know, and, and I think, you know, then your, your boss or your superior can usually work something out because, you know, they, they, they too well know that, you know, what, what is inside your, you know, work description. And, and sometimes is if you say yes to that, 
then you may actually get more apps to do things similarly to, you know, to do more and more work that is, you know, that you're, you're actually having more and more burden of just doing things, you know, maybe like that is one and a half person, you know, work burden as opposed to, and, and not really getting paid for the extra work that you're doing. Right, right. I used to work for a doctor, he owned the practice, and he would say, well, how about if you do this on Wednesday? And Wednesday was a day I was home with my little kids, and we didn't have any childcare <laughs> on that day. And I just would say, I'm not available. I, I, I remember saying to him, I'm not available on Wednesdays. And he said, well, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought, wow, this guy really knows how to push a boundary, you know? And I just said... I'm never available to work on Wednesdays, you know, and I, you know, definitely did projects for that, for our office on days that I was at the office, but, uh, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes you have to just know uh, when to really just lay it down like that. Or, you know, I've, I've heard other people give this great idea too, where they say, you know, if they're, if their days are really full, kind of like saying something about, well, I have these three projects. Do you want me to work less on one of those or Mm-hmm. You know, should I put this other project on hold to do this new thing you're asking or so that it reminds them that, you know, that you do work very hard already and, you know, are willing to help out. But, <laughs> yes. but we all know there's only so many hours in the day and people will ask, right? Yeah. And I, and I think the other thing to think about is if, um, you know, if it's possible, like in, in the workplace to ask, since, you know, you're, you're doing things outside of, of your job description and, and also work extra hours, are they going to be, you know, monetary compensation, you know, for, for the extra work that you're doing? So, you know, if, if, if that's something that you, you say, like in your mind that if you're thinking that, well, I won't mind doing it if I get paid for it then go for it you know it it doesn't hurt to ask because a lot of times is if you don't ask you will not get what you deserve right yeah that's a great point i have a a friend who's a pediatrician in an academic institution and when she gets a new project it's always a funded project like she's doing school health and then that's a you know that comes as a point whatever time with a certain amount of money and and so it's Mm. i mean it's really nice she always knows that any new project is a, a funded project. That's great. Yeah. So this also bleeds into our personal lives, right? People pleasing. And I, I just want to tell the story about one of my clients who is a tennis player, a competitive tennis player. And she said that for years she had, they had this one person in the group who was not good about making the schedule and they would just kind of leave her alone about it and, are you going to show up on Tuesday afternoon or not? And and she said it was just really people pleasing and not wanting to be mean and not wanting to push. And but then this woman would frequently back out at the last minute, not have a sub. And she said that she just resented this for a good year. And then when she noticed that it was people pleasing, she started to just say, "Okay," because they. They had a setup for this already. You know, it was Sunday. We need to know who's playing. We need everyone to say whether or not they're playing on Tuesday, today. And if you're not playing, you need to get your own sub. 
And she said it actually just completely fixed everything. No one was mad. That person was not mad at her. The group was happier because the schedule was not last minute. She was trying to be nice, but in being nice, actually everyone was less happy. And when mm-hmm. she was just really clear about what the needs were for the group, then everyone was happier. I mean, it's kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that applies to really, you know, you have to truly examine yourself, like what, what your needs for yourself are, you know, what, what your values stand. And, you know, because the thing is when, when you're, you know, trying to please someone else, a lot of times is you're not doing things according to your will. And because you're thinking that, oh, I'm just going to do this to, to, to make that person happy or, you know, to make the team happy. And by doing something that you don't exactly want to do is you put a lot of stress, you know, and on you. And, and with the stress, you know, you're probably feeling anxious about things. You don't get to really enjoy things that you normally do. And, you know, with all that, it's like, you know, your body, our bodies always want to seek pleasure. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so by doing that, rather than looking within to, to seek, you know, the joy, the content and all your, your, you're going for external resources to do that. And that's why, you know, some people, they binge eat and, you know, they, they want to find the comfort in eating, I don't know, comfort food or junk food or whatever, you know, thing that you're doing to overeat more than your body needs. Right. And actually this tennis player told me that she would definitely eat to buffer away that feeling of resentment that Mm -hmm. she'd have, you know, once a month. (laughs) So she's so relieved to, you know, be able to fix the emotional piece and, and to not have to eat those feelings. She has to eat those feelings. I think sometimes too, we worry that we're being selfish and that mm-hmm. and that's plays into the people pleasing. And maybe you've been told as a child that you were selfish when you followed your own needs. And I don't know, Dr. Mary, do you have anything to say about that? Oh, sure. It's, I think when I was growing up, I was taught to, you know, think of others first and, you know, kind of, I think that I I took that with me to adult and to, you know, being an attending physician. And Mm -hmm. I think that translated to that, you know, I would take care of my patients first, you know, meet their needs and me would be the last thing to be, uh, to be worrying about. And I think that kind of translates to that. I wasn't really, you know, looking into what I needed, you know, and, and was just really seeking to make sure that, you know, my patients were taken care of. And I think that even not so much with the people pleasing part is I neglected myself and I neglected to, you know, take good care of myself and, you know, and, and that stress and the draining energy and all that just meant that I, you know, I actually ended up not really taking great care of my patients. I mean, they, they still, you know, received the care that they needed, but I wasn't feeling fully present and I wasn't really having the true human connection, you know, with, with the patients as much as now that, you know, I'm, I'm able to just 
really be intentionally living the way that I want to and, you know, managing my time, managing to be healthier, you know, to try to sleep more. That That's a part that I still have to work on. Uh, but, you know, at least the food part is, you know, I'm not dieting, but, you know, I'm consciously, you know, eating healthier because I'm thinking that, well, I want to be healthy to be a good example for my patients. And so I think by taking care of myself, which is not a selfish thing to do because I want to be taking good care of myself to take great care of my patients. So I always say, you know, we, we can't give what we don't have. So if we don't have the energy physically, we don't have the, the mental capacity to, you know, that, that we recharge to do that, then, you know, how can we take good care of our patients and how can we, you know, really connect with them emotionally and spiritually? That is beautiful. I just love that. I mean, I think that medical training, you know, pushes that self-sacrifice mode. And part of it is, you know, the, the hours available at the time of, of that, but then it moves into our regular jobs, but we are not the only ones, right? Lawyers, people in business. I work with all these professional women and many of them have kind of gotten on that same path. And you have just said that actually your patients, your clients, your team members are better off if you take care of yourself. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. And I think just, you know, you by not people pleasing, you know, not, you know, the your main goal is not to seek others' approval doesn't mean that you're me. It just means that you're you're, you know, stating who you are and be aware that, you know, you you're sharing with other people who you truly are. Sometimes it may not be comfortable to do that. And, and I think that it is okay. You know, we're not expected to be happy, go, you know, all rainbows and daisies right. all the time, you know, cause we, you know, we have negative emotions. We have, you know, things happening, you know, good things happening to us and things kind of like unexpected in a bad way happening to us too. But I think in all things we can learn from that, you know, and even with the people pleasing skills to avoid, then, you know, we can see that, oh, you know, am I, you know, examine ourselves, am I doing this because I really want to, or is it, it's my main gain is to say for my boss to, to like me. Right. Right. And I, and I, I love what you said too, that it's, it can be uncomfortable at first because it's such a change when you make this change and you can, you know, make that change, state a need, state an opinion, draw a boundary and, and you, and it will be okay if your brain says, oh my gosh, was that mean? Was that, was I nice? Was I mean, you know, that, that will be, that will be a normal thing that will happen when you change your own patterns, but also look at the face of the people around you and see in their eyes, what are you seeing? Are you seeing relief that they asked your opinion that you gave it. Are they are they smiling because you're being part of the group that's actually stating their needs so that they can you can all make a plan? Do you see respect and thoughtfulness in the eyes of your maybe your boss or you know? I think that people are sometimes surprised that a lot gets better when they actually work on this aspect yeah. of their lives. 
And I think that when you're consistent in doing, you know, just be in alignment with well, who you really are, people can see that, oh, you know, that's, that's him or that's her. And, and I think that's, you know, probably an easier environment to work with too. And I just want to give a little quick example for, you know, actually myself, not in a work setting, but actually among friends. So we, you know, I, from time to time, I would go out with some girlfriends for a night out, you know, for dinner. And there are eight or nine of us usually. And a lot of them would drink wine. I don't drink wine. And they would always ask me, you know, are you going to order anything to drink? And I don't feel the need to order a drink just because, you know, all everyone else was ordering a drink because I feel like I can be myself in, in front of them and I can still have a great time with without the alcohol inf- influence. Nice. Yeah, that's a great story. And they accept who I am. <laughs> that's a beautiful story. Well, to wrap up, any what are the take-homes? How would you summarize? So I think just to summarize is be aware of, you know, when you make the decision, you know, why are you making a certain decision? Are you, you know, doing it because that's what you want or you're thinking that that's what the other person. And I think that it's important to realize that we cannot please everybody. I always say, you know, like these big stars like Taylor Swift, you know, or Ryan Reynolds, I don't know, they, they all have, you know, haters, right? So right. I think we, we can expect everyone to like us and that's okay because we're all human beings. And the other thing is to allow the emotional discomfort. I think if you're so used to people pleasing, and you just realize that's what you're doing, because sometimes you may not even realize that's what you're doing. Mm. But, you know, with the more awareness, you, you know, you know that, oh, you know, that's what I've been doing all along. And just, you know, and, and I think the initial switch, you know, to really state your own mind may be uncomfortable. And that's okay. Just the more you do it, I think the more comfortable you will become. And, you know, if you are using, you know, binge eating or overeating as your buffer, as your external source of fulfillment, also acknowledge that's the case and, and realize that that's not your, where you will find true joy. And, you know, it is actually more important to make time for self-care to take care of yourself and to eat healthy and, you know, exercise and meditate and all those things, because ultimately is we are able, you know, we'll be able to find comfort and find fulfillment from within ourselves and not the external source. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. So Dr. Mary Long, thank you so much for being here today. Can you please tell everyone how they can find you if they want to work with you? Yes. So I offer one-on-one coaching for physicians who are basically where I was, you know, overworked, working and charting after hours and the weekends. And I, and I'm here to help you. I am here to help you cut down on your charting time so you, you can enjoy life and medicine again. 
and can find me at my website is www.shiningwithgratitudemd.com. And you can also email me at shiningwithgratitudemd at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Mary Lung, and LinkedIn, Mary Lung MD. Great. And I will make sure we have all those links in the show notes so people can find you easily. So thank you so much. If people are looking for help, obviously with all those things, and and if you're thinking that you're a physician that needs help with people pleasing, please reach out to Dr. Lung. If you're thinking that you eat a lot of this, and this might be part of your issue of emotional eating is people pleasing, please reach out to me as well at heatherawadmd.com. And I would love to talk to you about this too. So thank you everyone for listening today. It was great to be with you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and feel free to share this with a friend who might need to hear these words. So thank you again for being here, Dr. Lung. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. Bye.